Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, February 14th. What has been a lonely ride for the last couple months for former President Donald Trump, that's over. The Republican battle for the presidential nomination in 2024 moves into a whole new phase. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley announced in a video today that she will run for president in 2024. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. That has to change. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility, secure our border, and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. Just in that little snippet of her video, and I urge you to go watch the whole thing, you get a sense of the argument she's going to take to the Republican primary voters. And it's got multiple aspects to it. So she notes this sort of open wound for Republicans that they've lost the popular vote in presidential elections for the last seven out of eight of them. Well, her point is that she's providing a path forward out of that, that she is providing a candidacy that she believes can broaden the appeal of the Republican brand to actually win a majority support from Americans, win the popular vote. But it's also a not so subtle reference to the fact that the guy in the race so far, the only guy in the race so far, her former boss, the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, lost the popular vote twice, both in 16 and in 20. And then, of course, beyond the electability or the broadening of the appeal of the GOP brand, she's making a case for a new generation of leadership. This is something Nikki Haley has been saying for quite some time. She's a 51-year-old woman. She is of an entirely different generation than both Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Now, remember, she is trying to ultimately be the Republican nominee to take on Joe Biden, who is expected to run for re-election. And so just like at the State of the Union response last week with Sarah Sanders, where she was trying to draw the contrast of the youngest governor versus the oldest president, this call for generational change in political leadership from Nikki Haley is also clearly designed to be a contrast with Biden, not just with Trump. And then notice how she hits some broader themes here. Fiscal responsibility, secure the border, strengthen our country our pride and our purpose, she says. Now, this is not the stuff of the State of the Union response from Sarah Sanders. This is not the stuff of Ron DeSantis's daily press conferences down in Florida with his agenda. And we'll get into that. This is not the sort of war on woke, though Nikki Haley will obviously sprinkle some of that in because it makes the Republican base enthusiastic. And that's who you're trying to court inside the context of a primary. But this is somebody who's trying to broaden out that appeal to actually broaden the tent. And she does so, of course, just in her very biography and being, right? She is the daughter of Indian immigrants. She is the first woman to serve as governor of South Carolina. Foreign policy credentials as well, since she served as the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations under President Trump. And she clearly isn't shying away from the identity politics in her messaging on the launch. It's not her entire sort of rationale for running, clearly, but she leans into it 
listen to this part of her announcement. Some people look at America and see vulnerability. The socialist left sees an opportunity to rewrite history. China and Russia are on the march. They all think we can be bullied, kicked around. You should know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. Haley got lots of positive accolades and response from many Republican elected officials in light of her rolling out this video. Here's what South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham, who, by the way, has already endorsed Donald Trump. So Nikki Haley knows he's not going to be for her in this primary, but he made it quite clear that he's a fan. Quote, she was a terrific governor of South Carolina and a strong advocate for American interests as the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations. Nikki Haley has a very sound view of the world and believes in a strong American foreign policy. I'm confident she will acquit herself well as a candidate for president. Here are a couple of Republican senators, John Cornyn of Texas and John Kennedy of Louisiana. I like her. It's going to be a long race. Oh, competition makes all of us better. Here's my prediction about the presidential race. The experts will be wrong. Former President Donald Trump, the guy that is waiting for folks to get into the race, and now he's finally got an actual opponent here as Nikki Haley has filled out all that paperwork with the FEC to make her an official candidate. He kind of gave a pre-sponse, if you will, before her announcement rollout. He was campaigning in South Carolina at the end of January, and he was asked about Haley's likely entrance into the race, which he said he welcomed. But, of course, made note that she had once said, if Donald Trump runs, she wouldn't. So he notes her flip-flop on that decision, but said she should go by her heart if she wanted to run. Now, why is Nikki Haley the first one in against Trump, and why now? Well, a lot of the potential candidates are thinking about not officially launching until April, after this first quarter of the year, the first fundraising quarter of the year, closes. So the pressure would not be on them to post a substantial fundraising number at the end of the first quarter. Nikki Haley is trying to get out front, see if she can have these next six weeks to herself, other than Trump, to fundraise in Republican circles and actually post a big, impressive number, even though she wouldn't have had much competition for the money. She thinks that will get her some momentum and help launch her candidacy for the long haul. And again, she's likely to just be the first of several. I mean, we may get to the first debate in July or August, and there may be nine or ten candidates on the stage. Who's coming in right after her? Well, the South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, who Nikki Haley appointed to the Senate as governor, he's going to be given a big political speech in South Carolina the day after Haley's big announcement tomorrow in Charleston. And then he's going to Iowa also on the heels of a Nikki Haley trip out to Iowa. So keep your eye on Tim Scott, Mike Pompeo, Mike Pence, Asa Hutchinson, Chris Sununu, Larry Hogan, and, of course, Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, who is all the buzz in Republican circles. Well, he is who Donald Trump has his sights most focused on. Listen when he was campaigning in South Carolina last month to what he thought about a DeSantis run. So then when I hear he might run, you know, I consider that very disloyal, but... It's not about loyalty, but to me it is. It's always about loyalty. When DeSantis was asked today by a reporter about his political future, given the fact that Haley had now gotten into the race, give a listen to what the Florida governor had to say, courtesy of WJXT. (laughs) Wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) DeSantis is loving all the speculation swirling around him while he still does his day job, which is a pretty good platform 
to put together a whole slew of policy positions that he's going to want to take to the Republican primary voters. Our sources tell us that he's eyeing the end of May or early June to get into the race once the Florida legislative session has come to an end. Both DeSantis and Trump are meeting with high-dollar donors that are supportive of their candidacies or potential candidacy, in the DeSantis case, in Palm Beach, Florida, later this month. Two other quick notes about 2024. Both Senators Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio hinted strongly today that they are not likely to take another presidential plunge. Cruz told reporters that he's focused on running for the Senate in Texas next year, and Rubio indicated he has no plans to launch a campaign for anything this year. The other piece of 2024 news is not the presidential campaign, but a key Senate race that we'll be tracking throughout the 24 cycle. California Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein, 89 years old, announced today she will not be seeking re-election in 2024. Now, remember, Adam Schiff, Katie Porter, two House members have already gotten in the race to replace her. Barbara Lee, a third House member, is poised to do so by the end of this month. It'll be a very competitive primary in what will ultimately be probably not a toss-up Senate race, given how deeply blue California is. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.